0: Sports fans, it's time for Strong Style Impact Media's weekly dive off the top rope into the world of mixed martial arts and pro wrestling. I'm your host, Jeremy The Impact York. I want to welcome you into the show this week. You guys know how loaded all the action was. There was an MMA pay per view. There was a wrestling streaming pay per view. On top of all the other amazing action, and there's tons more to come this week. But before we get into that, I want to remind you guys that if you would like to contact the show, you can email us at 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number 3, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E, at gmail.com. You can leave us a question, comment, suggestion. Uh, still your treasure maps? And uh, also boarding passes. Just, just throwing that out there. You can do that anywhere you find a podcast, including Spotify, Podcast One, the iTunes Store, uh, anywhere you find a podcast. If there is somewhere you find a podcast that you cannot find us, let us know. We will fix that. You can also search on Facebook. You can look for Jeremy York, you can look for Impact Media, you can look Strong Style. Any of that should find us. If not, refer back to one of the ones I just said. If you are one of those people who likes to just click a link and listen to a show, go to our Twitter page, at Team Impact Media. It is nothing but show links. You can scroll through, find the appropriate show, the one you're looking for. Click on the link and just listen until you uh, don't want to listen anymore. Hopefully that never happens. Also, if you'd like to follow myself for show notes, show related things, and just other random stuff that we find ourselves getting into, you can do so at TheImpact99 on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram. I believe, yeah, we hit everything without. So, let's get into the action. I want to start with... Mixed martial arts, and of course that means we are going to start with the UFC. And if we start with the UFC, we are talking about UFC 280. Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makachev. How good was this fight? How good was this fight? I mean, really. How good was this fight? We know that Charles come in. As a slight favorite. I, I picked him myself. It's not because I didn't believe in Islam. It's because every time that I doubt Charles Oliveira, I usually pay for it. So this time I backed Charles. A lot of people backed Charles. A lot of people backed Islam. This was for the lightweight title. And halfway through round number two, we get that great, great, what was it, an arm triangle? Is that what they're officially calling it? It was that great submission by Islam Makhachev. He is the and new lightweight UFC champion. Congratulations to Islam Makhachev. Uh, Oliveira afterwards said uh, he came in. He thought he was prepared. And uh, Islam got the better of him. And that he wants another fight. wants another chance at it. And... Uh, he feels like he'll be more better prepared. I believe him. They have two stars right there. Yeah, I, Whether you do it now or whether you do it down the road, you pair those guys back up. You do that as soon as you can. Maybe another big pay-per-view. we us see what this is. October, so November, December, January, February. February Marchish march would be good. There won't be a lot of recovery with this. So... February and March would be a great time to do that. Of course, this whole event took place in Abu Dhabi. Uh, just a fantastic venue. Uh, the whole UFC event. They have they showed that from the start of the pandemic on, Abu Dhabi has just been a go-to destination. Uh, in, the, in the co-main event, we got Aljo. Aljermaine Sterling, who was defending his phantom weight title. Against T.J. Dillashaw, this was another good fight. It was a really good fight. They were matching up pretty well. It was it was kind of playing out the way I thought it would, and then Jermaine was able to get the TKO stoppage because of the punches, and he retains his Phantom weight title. Great showing. Dillashaw doesn't need to hang his head at all. He uh, live to fight another day, and he uh, will definitely do that. Um, Sugar Sean O'Malley took on Peter Yan. This thing goes all the way to the judges. The judges say they are split on it. Split decision win goes to Sugar Sean O'Malley, who catapults himself up into the number one ranking, and Peter Yan is now number two. And Peter Jan might be one of the best fighters on the planet. And uh, he just, he does some amazing things. And this fight was, I liked it. A lot of people were, well, this or what, and I, I liked it. This thing, it, it lived up to the hype, in my opinion. These are two of the better fighters of the Bantamweight division. Two of the better fighters in the UFC. Sean O'Malley is going to silence some of the haters. He's, you're always going to have some. But he's going to silence some of them in that he beat a top contender. He proves that he needs to be there, and well, right now he is. Uh, also on the main card, Benil Derushe. He won a unanimous decision over Matthias Gamrot. Once again, another good fight. These are two fighters that that I, I would I would pay to see fight anytime. But uh, Benil gets the win in that one. And then finally to round out the main card, uh, Manon Farreau took on Caitlin Chikugian. And Manon ends up with the unanimous decision win there in the women's flyweight division. I uh, heard Caitlin. It went back and forth a little. I felt like Manon did control more of the fight and, uh, and, and damage and things. So I, I felt like that was the right decision. So Judge got that one right. It's not easy to judge these, but I think they got that one right. And uh, also the main event of the undercard, Sean Brady versus Bilal Muhammad. And Bilal, remember the name Muhammad, ends up with the beautiful TKO finish uh, right towards the end of round number two. Sean Brady, that's his first loss, his first defeat. He is 15-1. He is not going anywhere. Uh, Bilal, man, he's another one that people just continue to doubt him and pick against him, and he just continues to just beat really good fighters. Sean Brady is a really good fighter. Really good fighter. But all in all, USC-280 was locked and loaded. The entire card was just on fire. And it, it was a fantastic event once again for the UFC. Now, the UFC's got a fight night coming up this weekend where Calvin Cater is going to face Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen, I feel like if he fought more, more consistently, I don't know, it could be injuries, could be just not the right fight. I don't know the exact reasons. But I feel like if he did, the more people would, would be all over him. As uh, being a big top contender. Because he's 18-1. and one. And Calvin Cater is no slouch either. But we see Cater fight three or four times a year. Um, in this featherweight event... Gosh, it's so hard to pick this this far away from it. Um, if Arnold can get the upper hand early... Then I feel like he can beat Calvin Cater. But if this starts going towards... Uh, the later rounds, I think I think Calvin Cater is, is going to be able to to do more and get more done. Um, I'm going to pick Arnold Allen. I, I think Arnold Allen is going to win that one. Uh, it's going to be really good. In the co-main event, we're going to get Tim Means versus Max Griffin in the welterweight division. Those two are going to be throwing some hammers, man. It's going to be fun. Um uh, We will get uh, Valdo Cortez Acosta versus Jared uh, Vanderay in the heavyweight division. You talk about people throwing some haymakers. Jared and Valdo are definitely going to do that. I believe this entire card is ESPN Plus, by the way. It is. Um, Also on the main card, Josh Frems is going to take on Treshawn Gore. A friend, man. A lot of people don't talk about him, but he—he is—he could be a buzzsaw in the middle middleweight division. And Trishawn Gore—he's only had six fights, but he's four and two. And when he when he gets the momentum his way, he's uh, he's kind of hard to stop. And then lastly on the main card, Dustin Jacoby is going to take on Khalil Roundtree Jr. Uh, Dustin Jacoby is the slight favorite, mi- minus 165. I forgot to tell the odds of some of those other ones. I'll tell those in a second. Uh, yeah, take Dustin Jacoby in that minus 165. That's that's not a bad number. Uh, shout out to the ankle pick pod for... Uh, they, they, they would probably go for a line like that, minus 165 on that. Um, some other notable fights... On this card, Phil Hawes is going to take on Roman Dulles. That's going to be a fun fight. The Ageless Wonder, Andre Arlovsky, is a slight underdog to Marcos Rosero de Lima. You got to go with Andre, right? And I would normally go with Marcos because he's a really good guy, too. But you got to go. Arlovski is a plus 200. Mm, throw a couple ducats on that. Uh, Chase Hooper versus Steve Garcia in the featherweight division. That's going to be really fun. Cody Durden versus Carlos Mata. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be great. I think this one is, I think they are back in the apex. Yeah, they're in the apex. For this one, that is Fight Night, Calvin Cater versus Arnold Allen. That's going to be a fantastic fight. Let's talk a little Bellator. Bellator's is going to be back this week. About time they're back, right? We missed them. It's going to be Bellator 287. Adam Piccolotti versus Mansour uh, Bornal Am I saying that correctly? I think Bernal. I'm going to go with no. Uh This <laughs> this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun for sure. Uh, Mansoor is actually the about two to one favorite. He's catching about Mm -hmm. about 60% of the vote right now. All right, The lightweight main event, that's that's going to be really cool. Uh, In the co-main event, middleweight division, you're going to get Charlie Ward versus Fabian Edwards. Fabian looking to uh, show his dominance at the top, and uh, Charlie Ward wanting to show everybody that he can hang at the top. Uh, Saul Rogers is going to take on Tim Wilde. That one's going to be fun in the lightweight uh, feature fight. Uh, Saul Rogers, I think, has a slight advantage, but uh, we will find out. Because you get England versus UK. Because England is in the UK, but UK is not necessarily England. You guys understand that? That's kind of like saying. It's kind of like saying. It's kind of like saying you're from Florida and then somebody is from the United States where Florida is in the United States, but not all the United States are Florida. But uh, I think Saul Rogers has a a good chance with that one. And then the other fight on the main card, Justin Gonzalez in the featherweight division going to take on Andrew Fisher. I like Gonzalez in that one. And I think you should uh, look into it, too. They are actually in uh, Italy at the Elaine's Cloud. No. Yeah, the Elaine's Cloud Arena in Milan, Italy is where they're going to be. For Bellator 287. That is going to be an incredibly fun event. But that's all the fighting we have for now. Uh, let's, yeah, let's go ahead and take a short break. And when we come back, we will talk, we will dive off the top rope into the world of professional wrestling. This is Strong Style. We'll be back after these messages. Hi, this is Jeremy, the impact York from Strong Style, board check and that sports show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest Football League developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back. Make sure to visit our friends at BetOnline.net. They have the articles. They have the betting lines. They have the uh, podcasts and shows. that they, they, they just make you a smarter fan. Even if you don't bet, or if you choose not to, or if you can't because it's illegally, it's illegal where you are, BetOnline.net's got all the info and intel to make you a smarter, more well-informed fan. So that when you're talking to random people in the elevator, or the water cooler, or wherever, you'll know more about what's going on. BetOnline.net. Let's get into some WWE. I'm going to do Raw and SmackDown, and then we'll talk NXT and and Halloween Havoc, just to kind of preface all that for you guys. Because Halloween Havoc had some pretty interesting things. Uh, Let's start with Raw, where it looks like Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar are just going to continue to destroy each other and anything in their path until they get another match against each other. I'm actually looking more forward to that battle than I am some of the other ones. Uh, They're kind of shaping out. Uh, Lastly versus Brock, we kind of had it once. Uh, We need to have it multiple times because those two can really, really put on the show. Uh, It's good to see the OC back. I I said a little bit last week, they're calling themselves the OC. It is... uh, Gallows and Anderson, it is the Good Brothers, Uh, you you can call them half a dozen things, and what you can also call them as one of the best tag teams in the world. And uh, pairing them up with AJ Styles, where they were all in Bullet Club in New Japan years ago, I I think that's a a fantastic pairing right there. Uh, But they they took on the Alpha Academy, it was really just a match to show Gallows and Anderson what they could do and remind people how good they really are. Um, uh, this this still baffles me a little bit. You, they have damage control come out, and to, uh, EO Sky and Dakota Kai with Bailey, uh, what's known as the Women's Tag Team Champions, took on Candice Array and Bianca Belair. And while Dakota Kai did get the pinfall over Candice Array, it's it's I don't get they, they they let Sky and Kai have a big string of, of win matches and then Bailey jobs out to Bianca Belair as much as possible. I'm just not for it. That's that's what I'll say. Uh, we get to see the newest evolution of Baron Corbin. He's back to being Baron Corbin. With the tutelage of one John Bradshaw Layfield. So good to have JBL back. What's fun is we get to... If you notice, they're doing the AEW thing. Where when certain managers come out, they come out to the ring with their with the people they're representing. And then they end up... stay—they They go over and do commentary while the match is going on. So we get to hear JBL on the microphone for a handful of minutes. I'm all for it. Uh, Baron Corbin got a win over Dolph Ziggler. Good of Dolph to help him out like that. But uh, JBL and Corbin, uh, I definitely like it. It's going to push Corbin in a different direction. And he has a lot in common with a young Bradshaw Layfield. So we're going to find out what Baron Corbett's really made of, but uh, I, I definitely like the pair. Um, we got to see Elias come back finally. I mean, it's been back a couple times, but it, it seems like we're finally getting Elias back, not Ron or Ezekiel. Or it, it, that, I'll be honest, that Ezekiel stuff had Vince McMahon written all over it. Where he just tries to get too cocky and too cute with things, when something else was already working. And instead of building on Elias, and he would have probably been, you know, top of the middle card if not lower main card right now. Uh, you, you do the whole Ezekiel thing, which was kind of fun and funny because you could play off Kevin Owens, who's, who's really good at that stuff. But that stuff should have never even happened. It, Thank goodness that Elias is back. And uh, uh, Riddle and and Seth need to move on to other things. Good for Seth for winning the title. Uh, Looks like he is going to defend it against Mustafa Ali here soon, which is fine. Whatever. It's, uh, I like seeing Ali get some good opportunities, but it's always, he's just stuck in things out of nowhere, which makes me believe that they're just setting him up for failure. Uh, let's go to SmackDown. We got to see Sheamus versus Solo Sokoa. It was a pretty good match. It looked like Sheamus was a little banged up. Looks like he is going to miss some time with an injury. I think it happened before this match. But uh, Solo gets the win. That's a good win to have on your resume is against Sheamus, who is a very, very uh, – he's probably future Hall of Famer. Bray Wyatt showed his face again. and kind of said a few things. I don't know how they're going to do him with the new mask and him, like, coming and, and showing us that vulnerable side of himself – The way he has of of saying that, you know, he was in some crazy places and and the fans helped pull him out of it, which is a great gesture, a great thing. And it it seems very genuine. But you just don't know if he's going to be straight up Bray Wyatt or if he's going to be this guy in a mask or uh, there keeps being rumors that they're going to build him a stable back. Uh, Outside of adding Eric Rowan back, I, I don't know who all else you would add to him, but we'll see. Because with him coming back and him, if he gets another, or if he gets a group, then they kind of nullifies the Judgment Day and and uh, Gacy and the Dyad and some people like that. So we'll see what they do. Uh, Liv Morgan took on Sonya Deville and ended up being a double count out, but the biggest thing was the evolution of Liz Morgan, or Liv Morgan. What did Liv Morgan do? Well, she gets this kind of maniacal look and laugh about her, and she threw a bunch of chairs in the ring and kind of just stacked them a little bit all over the place and then did a suplex from the top rope onto those chairs uh, with Sonya Deville does not feel good at all, but uh, and just kind of laughed about it. It seems like she's kind of getting maniacal and a little, she was the most successful to me when she kind of did her, her Harley Quinn spinoff, and so maybe she's kind of getting a little more into that. I hope so because Liv Morgan's a great talent, and I didn't like how as soon as Ronda Ron come back, she just immediately gave the title up because that'll probably happen when Charlotte shows up as well, but I, I, I just didn't like it. Um, Eosky and Dakota Kai defended their tag champs against Raquel and Shotzi. Established team who are the champs versus not established team who aren't the champs. It's pretty easy, right? Pretty easy. Uh, Rhonda did show her face. Not for any particular purpose, but uh, just to show that she's around. Uh, we got to see Escobar and LDF, otherwise known as Legado del Fantasma. You guys are going to like this group. They were one of my favorite NXT groups. You are going to like LDF. They are going to do some fun stuff. Um, Ray Mysterio took on Ludwig Kaiser from Imperium. And uh, at one time, Ray actually wins the match because he pulls the Eddie Guerrero. Uh, there's there's a sound as though a chair hit somebody, and uh, we well, didn't win by DQ, but uh, he he basically got Gunther and and uh, Giovanni Vinci kicked out of ringside, and then he was able to get the win over Ludwig Kaiser on his own right after that. But uh, he. You know, you'd kind of slap the chair, you throw the chair down or to somebody, then you hold your head like they hit you, and the referee bought it, hook, line, and sinker, kicks them both out. It, it was fantastic. It's, uh, it's, it's such a throwback when they get to do things like that, and uh, I'm, I'm glad they did. And then we get more dissension as Jey Uso, who is kind of in the loose cannon of the group, goes after Logan Paul. We'll see the ramifications of that as they uh, as they come about this week, because uh, Crown Jewel's coming up in about a week or so, I believe, where Logan is going to take on uh, Roman Reigns, and uh, that should be a fun match. I, I don't think he's going to win it all, but uh, you know Roman should win that. Talk more about that card when we get to it. But uh, having Logan Paul as, as the next challenger is different. I like It's going to help everybody involved. Let's talk a little NXT. Um, Joe Gacy's group with the Dyad is now called Schism. And uh, otherwise... Otherwise, the only other thing from NXT this week that didn't have to do with the pay-per-view, even though it kind of directly did, was that Zion Quinn lost a match to Quincy Elliott, and Quincy winning means he got to host with Shotzi. He got to host the uh, Halloween Havoc event, and uh, great for him. That's a, that's a great, great opportunity for sure. All the stuff they've done with the Chucky doll, including what they do, what they did at the pay per view, is fantastic. The crossover event between the Chucky series and that—I uh, I really like what they're doing with that, and that's that's a lot of fun. They should do more crossover stuff. I uh, don't know what, but they should do some more crossover stuff. Um. Other than that, I believe we should move into Halloween Havoc. This used to be just a standalone during the week thing, but I like that they made it a streaming event. And uh, it was uh, it was pretty good. Kiana James defeated Valentina Feroz. Axiom defeated Javier Bernal. That match was was fantastic. It's like setting off uh, two Roman candles and a phone booth. Stuff, I mean, it's just all over the place. Uh, we had the big ladder match for the vacant NXT championship, and congratulations to Wesley, who was able to defeat Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams, or Omenza, Von Wagner with Mr. Stone, and Nathan Fraser all in that match to do it. That's not easy. And congratulations to Wesley, who is finally getting a little bit of a boost. Apollo Crews defeated Grayson Waller and they spun the wheel and they got a casket match. Uh, I feel like they could continue to feud for a little bit, but anytime you're in a casket match you usually disappear for a couple weeks, so it should be a couple weeks without Grayson Waller. This it was actually a good match. To kind of be as random as it was, uh this it turned out really well. I thought it was it was well done the way they did it. Roxanne Perez beat Cora Jade in a spin-the-wheel weapons wild match. It's pretty good. Um, You can tell the the history and the camaraderie these two have. It it makes things really, uh, really entertaining. And uh, like I said, Roxanne wins that one. Up next we got the ambulance match as Julius Creed took on Damon Kemp. And of course, in this one, if Kemp won, then Brutus Creed, Julius' brother, had to leave NXT. Well, Julius wins. And Brutus is staying exactly where he is. We also got to see Mandy Rose defended her title against Alba Fire. I mean, they just kind of rushed a lot of it. And Alba Friar's probably a, a good opponent, but she wasn't beating Mandy Rose on like a three-week notice. I I didn't see that at all. Um, And then the main event, I am actually a little disappointed in the way they did this. I thought this was the perfect opportunity to move the title for a minute. And they did. Ron Breaker defeats Ilya Dragunov and J.D. McDonough. So, Braun has pretty much beaten the entire roster. So, now what? If this were the UFC, you'd just go back through the roster again. Well, it's not the UFC. It's the WWE. So, what do you do with a guy who is beating everybody you put in front of him? You're kind of running out of people to put in front of him. I mean, what, are you going to leave Nakamura down there and have him win? It just to me, you've kind of painted brawn and, and the options into a corner. But uh, overall, it was a great event. I know some of you were we were talking about it. Uh, you know, they WWE has stepped it up here recently and done a really good job of putting on quality events uh, here lately. Um... Was, oh, let's jump into some a e w start with dynamite where the best friends took on death triangle for the trios championship. my goodness how good was this match you get six people who absolutely understand how a trios match works and uh, it was it was done to near perfection. Um, Death Triangle ends up with the win. They retain their titles. Um, Tony Storm took on Carl Ushida for the women's title. Of course, Storm won, but uh, this was a really, really solid match. Carl Ushida is one of the best on the roster, and Tony Storm is also one of the best on the roster, and they actually match up pretty well uh, no animosity. They're on the same side of things, but uh, good for good for Tony Storm in that one. Um, let's see. That moves us to Regal and MJF. Went face-to-face. We're really seeing the evolution of MJF here, and I feel like Regal and some other ones are the ones working with him, and they're doing a fantastic job. MJF I think one day soon it's going to flip to the good side and we will see we'll see what that does. Let's see Dalton Castle versus Chris Jericho for Jericho's Ring of Honor heavyweight championship. Jake Hager was down there as well so were in the boys and some other people. Um, they really didn't factor into the end of this. And then in the main event, and I have to talk about that for a little bit. Moxley gets the win over Hangman Page, and it was a ref stoppage. And it was a ref stoppage because it got really physical towards the end. Uh, Hangman was was trading blows with Moxley, and then Moxley unleashed a crazy clothesline out of nowhere that kind of hit, kind of the jaw, neck area. It seemed like. Of Hangman, we stayed down for a minute. Was stretchered out of the building. He's back home. He's doing a lot better. Uh, he just he took a shot to the neck and head, and you you definitely want to be careful nowadays. AEW Rampage. We got to see the Acclaim take on Tony nice and. Uh, Josh the Goods Woods, like I said, you guys, is a good athlete. You guys are going to see that Josh Woods is, is a quality guy. Uh, but the Acclaimed were able to keep their titles, which means they were able to... They were able to... Um, well, of course, the Acclaimed get the win, basically. And... Uh, like I said, you're gonna like Tony Neese, but Josh Woods is a fantastic performer. I think somewhere down the road you're gonna see him with a singles run. That's it's gonna you know look a lot like a like a Wardlow run or something like that. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. Oh, and that's what I was trying to say. The acclaimed in winning the match get to use all their scissor phrases and also uh, make the motion. And uh, all the stuff like that. I feel like they could have drew this out a little more. Kind of rushed on the storyline. But hey, the acclaimed can now go back to being the acclaimed. Uh, Hook took on Aria Davari, And it's actually a pretty decent match. And um, Hook is a really solid performer. I, I look forward to what he develops into in the next year or so. But at one time, Matt Hardy Oh, let's see. Yeah, Matt Hardy faced off with Ethan Page and uh, Stokely Hathaway. There was this weird Matt Hardy rhyme or kind of rap that, I mean, it makes sense because it's Matt Hardy and he, he looks nuts, but it's just... Come across as really crazy, but uh, but it was different. We got to see Willow Nightingale versus Layla Gray because of some injuries, they had to shuffle it around. Uh, Layla Gray, very very underrated. You look at her, she doesn't kind of blend in with some of the other ones she hangs out with, but uh, she she did quite well uh, versus Willow. Willow ends up with the win though. She's she's a special talent. Definitely a special talent. Uh, Preston Vance, otherwise known as 10, along with negative 1, took on Roosh and Orange Cassidy for Cassidy's All-Atlantic Championship. And Cassidy was able to retain. Let's go to Impact Wrestling. we got to see Bully Ray and Dreamer versus Bullet Club. Uh, of course, Bully gets the win. They. Juice and Bay find Ace Austin face down to pool of his own blood in the parking lot before the match. They say, hey, where's Bully? We think Bully did it. Bully said, I, I promise you, it was not me. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out going forward. But. Um, the bully race stuff is interesting. I do want to see. He's trying to play it straight for the first time ever. We'll see how that goes. Um, i got to say, a couple years ago, Joe Hendry had that catchy tune. And now he's back, and he's still got the catchy tune. And uh, i I, I got to say, uh, I I believe in Joe Hendry. And, uh, maybe you should, too. He had a match with Jason... Jason, uh, Hotch, Hotch is a good talent. I I like, he's got a bright future, but, uh, Joe Hendry, man, he, he's, he's a different kind of cat. And I think, I think he'll do some good things in impact. I think it's the perfect place for him. Uh, let's see. Oh. Rhino and Heath took on the defending tag team champions of uh, otherwise known as the Kingdom, Matt Taven and uh, Mikey Bennett, otherwise known as Mike Bennett, with Maria Kanellis, once again, and new tag team champions in Impact Wrestling, Rhino and Heath. That is spectacular. Um, Eddie Edwards come down with Honor No More. They basically kicked PCO out. PCO wiped the floor with all of them. I, I don't know. It's Honor No More is kind of hit or miss on some of the stuff they do anyway. Uh, now that the Kingdom dropped the titles, it'll be interesting to see what they do. On New Japan this week, we got to see two bulls in a China shop as Tamahiro Ishii took on Minero Suzuki and the two of them traded most physical forearms and maneuvers I have seen in my life. I can't believe either one of them can walk. But uh, Ishii ends up with the win. Minoru Suzuki is ageless wonder. I mean, he's just been doing it forever, and he's still that good. And then the main event, we got to see the controversial match with Will Ospreay and John Moxley, where John Moxley... Wins by two count. You could actually see Osprey kicking out and the referee called for the bell. It just... Uh, I don't know. It was uh, kind of crazy. Good to see Moxley win. He's going through a weird time right now. But... Um, but as I said, Will kicked out of that. So, that is what it is. Uh, hopefully, Will is still doing good. He's still one of the best wrestlers on the planet, in my opinion. But that is going to do it for us this week. Appreciate all you guys tuning in to this amazing edition of Strong Style. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. We will see you guys next week. Go watch wrestling. Go watch fighting. Deuces, gooses.